Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 22 says, The seed that fell among the thorns. Jesus is explaining this to his disciples. He says, The seed that fell among the thorns represents those... Because he gave this parable about a sower goes out to to sow seed, and some really grew and some didn't. And so the disciples are like, "Well, explain to me, explain to us the parable." And so he then goes on to explain. He goes, "The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth." so that no fruit is produced. So he, he's talking about that the seed didn't do what it was intended to do. That's, that's his main point here. And so then he, he, he uses the seed to represent God's word going into people's lives, but uh, some there's a huge harvest and some there's not. And then he's now showing, okay, this is why it is not happening. So I want to talk about this idea of weeding it out because this, these thorns are weeds. This is, and so uh, I, I want to talk uh, for the next couple of minutes uh, about having uh, weeds in your life. Because as leaders, um, we, we want to make sure that this isn't what we've got growing on the inside. But uh, it's really important to understand that, that these are th- things we've got to look at. Okay, so he says, uh, seed fell among thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by worries of this life, lure of wealth, so that no fruit is produced. Weeds. These weeds, these thorns. And it was interesting to me as I was reading this and thinking about this, that weeds don't kill you, but they will crowd you. This is really important. I mean, so important. Weeds won't kill you, but they will crowd you. So what that means is you start thinking, I'm doing okay. Look, I'm still here. But doing okay and just being here isn't the main goal. It gives all of us a false sense of security. That you look at yourself and you're like, I'm here, I'm growing. But this is why we have great people who love God, but they don't produce anything. You got people who are, they, they're good people. They love God, but they don't have any fruit. Look, look what the, this is not me saying this. This is what Jesus says. He says, the worries of life, lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. Why is this such a big problem or why is this such an issue right now for Jesus? Because what did he say to all of us? He said, go and make disciples, right? Not go and make a good life. And there's too many of us that have confused it. And we think the Great Commission is go and make a good life. Go and be a good person. 
Go and go to church. Go, go, go make sure you read your, no, no, no. That's, that, that, that is like elementary. That's the beginning. What is supposed to happen is your life is supposed to grow. And as it grows, it's supposed to produce something. And what it produces is what Jesus asked us to make, make disciples. And so you produce this thing that is so important for each and every one of us to have in our life. Great thing about God is that when you seek first his kingdom, then he adds the great life to you. But too many of us want the great life and then we'll search, then we'll seek the kingdom. It doesn't work like that. Because what happens is you will you'll go after that great life, but you will produce nothing. Because what you care about is the lure of wealth and you have all this worry and anxiety about life. These are weeds, and they choke out what God is supposed to do in us and through us as leaders. And so it's very important that you start looking. Oh, okay. Oh, let me look here at my life. I don't. I don't want to miss this because so many of us, we um. We get so self-focused that we're just looking at our life and saying, okay, am I growing? Am I growing tall? And I don't know what growing tall means to you. Am I, am I moving forward in my life? Am I getting a promotion? Am I doing this? Am I, is this my life moving this way? Am I doing this at church? Or am I being here? And all of those things are not bad things. But when they become the main thing, what happens is you get a really tall plant with no fruit. And I could go through my mind right now, people that I'm thinking of, great people, and they're good, good people, solid people who love God, but they love their life more. And, and, and they are all about them. And they're all about what, what, what can I do next? And I'm telling you, the wor- the, it, and it usually centers around worries about life and the lure of wealth. Those two things. And they kill the way that you can produce fruit in your life. And that's all what we want. We really do want that. And so, and again, I'm not saying those things are, are necessarily Bad. There are things in life that we would lo- love to see in our life, and there's things that we, we feel like God has even brought into our life. Those are awesome things. Just don't get it twisted. My number one goal here on this earth is not to build Ben's kingdom. My number one goal on this earth is to see God's kingdom move forward. And so, uh, so I, I constantly have got to remind myself, because I don't want a thorn start growing up. Because you get too many of those, all of a sudden it's choking out what God wants to grow. Uh, another thing about these weeds, that, just a couple of thoughts about these weeds. Uh, second thing about weeds, weeds grow in the same soil, the same water, and sun that good seeds do. Weeds grow in the same soil, the same water, and the same sun that good seeds do. So, so what does that mean? 
your environment won't automatically just get the weeds out. You have to do that. This is what I mean by this. There is a personal responsibility that's placed on every single one of us, our life. You can't wait for your leader to weed some stuff out. You can't wait for your church to weed some stuff out. You can't just think, well, I'll just plop myself down in some place and hopefully that will figure everything out for me. Or some people are, are, are so, uh, they get so lazy in understanding what they have to till in their own life that they don't realize that I have a personal responsibility to get some gloves on and start pulling out some weeds in my life and Instead of expecting somebody else to come and or just the environment that I'm in is going to clean out everything, it is not good enough, 30 minutes on a Sunday morning is not going to clean out your life. 30 minutes on Sunday morning is not going to be like, okay, I got my good, I got my Jesus and I'm good and I'm ready for another week. I'm telling you, it's not going to do that. It, it is time with the Lord. It is sitting there reading your Bible. It is opening up uh, your, your, your Bible and not just reading it, but letting it read your life and, 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 and spending time in worship and spending time in prayer and carving that thing out in your life and making sure that that time is spent because in that time, that's when some of the, because listen, weeds grow in the same environment that good seeds do. So don't just think, well, I'm going to church. I should be good, right? Wrong. Is it right? Because this, this is why we have wonderful people with good intentions that think, well, I just need to up my church going. And still their life looks like a dumpster fire. And they're like, what is wrong? I've started going to church more. Well, that's, that's really good. I'm not telling you not, like we, just so you know, we want people to go to church, okay? Like that, but I, I'm, I'm telling you that that's, that's like entry level, okay? And this is, this is what makes the fight so hard. It feels like it's, it's like a, like we're fighting just to get entry level, we're just, we're fighting to get people in the door. But we really know that, yeah, that's one step. There's, there's a lot more steps along so that the weeds, but this is why leadership um, and you wanting to be a better leader actually requires you to be a lot more vigilant about your life. And what's in there, what you allow in there, what, what, what things um, you allow to grow, and what things you pull up real quick. Say, that's junk, I don't want that. All right, uh, next one about, uh, well, okay, let me, about that weeds grow in the same soil. Uh, this is why David prayed this prayer in Psalm. I, I forget exactly the the reference, but Psalm, um, the Psalm that David uh, prayed, Courtney, you probably know it. Um, uh, it's, <laughs> or uh, anybody who knows this, if, 
if you know this reference, you are the Bible scholar of all Bible scholars. And I will give you, uh, I forget exactly the reference, but it's where, uh, where um, David prays, he said, search me, O God. Look at it. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Somebody get him a uh, Tootsie Pop. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, that's my kid. Um, so, uh, there's this, there's this Psalm that David, 139. Awesome. All right, there you go. One number off. Uh, okay, uh, easy there. <laughs> yes. Heart in the, yep, mm-hmm. that's Psalm 19. Yes. Yep, and so, uh, so what the one that, um, Adrian's referencing is, is one that's one of my favorites, is where the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Uh, the, the psalm that I'm talking about, David prays again, search me, O God. And, 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 and the, the, um, the, one of the translations um, says, and find any wrongdoing in me. That is a scary prayer. I, I, I feel a lot more comfortable. God, put your spotlight on somebody else. Let me just chill, right? And I don't know if you ever felt God's spotlight on you. Totally uncomfortable. Uh, you know, I, I feel like God, I just don't, I don't, I don't want you to keep uh, looking at me like this. I, I um, recently, uh, and I don't know if, uh, you know, some of you are younger, so you'll get this uh, wonderful um, experience later on in life, but now I'm in my 40s, and so I am uh, going to the doctor and getting full checkups just so they can, uh, you know, just try to get healthier. And so I'm sitting there with the doctor, and he's going through my chart, and you just feel so like, I have nowhere to hide. I have nowhere to hide. I mean, he's just going down, just da, 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 and you just feel so exposed. Thankfully, it was good, but you know, you just feel so exposed with all of these things. And 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 I was thinking about this with with this. There are times when I'm spending time with God, and I feel so exposed. Like and we're and and but that's actually a good place to be, even though when we feel like I, I God I'm done with the spotlight please remove it from my life please if somebody is getting into your life and you feel like hey um I I, I would ask you to stop no 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 let them come in because it might be that the spirit of God is using them to speak to your life. And, and, and so, and now, listen, I, you know, you got to have some trust there and, and make sure that, you know, it's the right people. But I, I'm just telling you, let's live our lives, especially when it comes to the Spirit of God. Let's live it open. And so, hey, God, see if there's any wrongdoing in me and, and remove that thing. This morning, last, uh, last example, this morning, we were putting Watson into the car uh, to come over here. And uh, as we're putting him into the uh, the car seat, Jess noticed that he had like one of those little eye boogies 
You guys know what eye boogies are, right? Okay, okay, just making sure. Uh, so he had this little eye boogie that was right here, and um, I'm just gonna say eye boogie a whole bunch of times. Uh, eye, eye boogie. And so uh, he had it like right about here, and so Jess just instinctively didn't add or anything. She just went like that, and he, ah, 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 you know, just screamed like so bad, like she was just murdering him. And I turned around, I was like, what is going on? And he looked at me, he goes, my eye. And I thought, I just thought about it. Isn't that how we are with God? God's like, you got some mess. Let me reach in there. My life. I'm just going to keep this nasty eye boogie all day. And you know what, God? I'll get to it when I'm good and ready. Okay. And here's the great thing about God, too. He's not going to force himself on you. He, he, he's he's going to let you, and so I'm just saying, I, I want to live a life where I'm like, God, hey, look at my eyes. Any eye boogies? Get them. I'm good. Let it happen. You know, like, that's the life I want to live. That's how I want to live. Hard, but that's how I want to live, because that's how the weeds get out. And when the weeds are out, guess what? That's when you produce things in your life, fruit that... That God wants. Last thing, um, and this is just something for me. Maybe it's with you. That weeds aren't people. They're wrong attitudes. And when when I read this sometimes, I would sometimes equate weeds with people. And, And I think we're more apt to pull out a person in our life and say they're a weed instead of pulling out weedy attitudes in our life. Because when you look at this, it wasn't people, what Jesus was saying, worries of this life, lure of wealth. It wasn't people. Sometimes we think that people are our problem. Oh, just get this person out, get this person out, get this person. I got it. Now, listen, I, I, there are sometimes there's some toxic relationships that we don't need to have in our life. I totally get that. So there, there are some things that we can't, hey, I'm not going to have that. But there also, there might be some really toxic traits that we have that those things need to be pulled out. And I would say, hey, let's make sure that God's spotlight is on those weeds because those weeds are what's choking out our growth. Because we all want to grow. We all want to produce. We all want to have the fruit that God wants us to have. And so if we can keep pulling out these weeds and keep letting the Spirit of God keep the soil of our life really open and not hard but very uh, tender, what we're going to see is more growth in our life and more fruit in our life, which is always what we want to see. So uh, let's pray today. Father, we thank you, God, for this moment right here. God, I'm praying that we would have the soil that you want us to have. God, that we'd have the growth that you'd want us to have, that we would produce the fruit that you would want us to have. That, God, we would watch out for weeds in our life. And, and God, the attitudes and the different things. God, help us just live an open life. God, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.